With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Getting out of Afghanistan remains problematic at best for thousands who've gathered at the Kabul airport anxious to escape the Taliban. And getting to the airport is a big challenge, a facility surrounded by Taliban checkpoints amid reports of beatings and detentions. The BBC's Secunder Kermani. It's certainly a challenging situation because it's so chaotic for those people who do have permission to be evacuated. My understanding is there's been discussions around convoys being arranged into the airport in conjunction with the Taliban and Western officials and Qatari officials. So that seems to be the plan and route that people are trying to use. President Biden telling ABC's George Stephanopoulos he's willing to extend the end of the month troop withdrawal deadline as necessary. If there are American forces, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out. There are reports of multiple deaths at the hands of the Taliban as protests break out in some Afghan cities. Demonstrators trying to tear down the Taliban flag. Congressional Republicans calling for hearings on Afghanistan. And it would appear that some Democrats are ready to go along with that. While not mentioning anyone by name, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis saying he is fed up with the way some politicians grandstand about COVID-19. There's always people trying to push political agendas, partisan narratives, regardless of facts. President Biden raising the possibility of legal action against governors who block mask mandates in government schools. The administration also taking action aimed at forcing nursing homes to require COVID vaccinations for all employees. Also at SRNnews.com, looks like we're headed for another down day on Wall Street. Dow features off 280 points. NASDAQ features down 89. This is SRN News. News on WBOB, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. A Duval County teacher said at her school, parents are not being notified immediately when someone in the classroom tests positive for COVID. The teacher speaking to a broadcast outlet, which disguised her voice, and she claims that they are not allowed to say anything to parents. Which puts us in a bad predicament because we want to protect the kids and we have great, good relationships with our parents, so we're not really sure what to do. The Duval Department of Health saying that once Duval County Public Schools tells it about a positive case, it makes an attempt to contact parents within 48 hours. Dozens of Jacksonville Beach neighbors showing up at an open house Wednesday to discuss the future of adventure landing on Beach Boulevard. Developers presented their plans, which included an apartment complex complete with 427 units, averaging 800 square feet in size, a parking lot, and a conservation area. Adventure Landing's parent company filed for bankruptcy in December 2019. The company's west side location closed in June. That's Jacksonville.radio News. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. The radicalized left, which is the Democrat Party, tried to, quote, kill the king twice and failed. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekdays, 3 till 5 on WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? 
No cars are moving and no cars are going to move. On the Dames Point Bridge, headed north. Traffic is backed up on 295 past Atlantic Boulevard. And you're going to be sitting in there for 50 extra minutes. People are getting the hint and are trying to take the Matthews Bridge, which has traffic backed up now past Arlington Road. You'll be sitting in that for about 15 or 20 extra minutes. Either way, it's going to be a mess on the bridges this morning. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Partly cloudy with a chance of thunderstorms today. The high near 90 this evening. Partly to mostly cloudy with some rain. 77 the low. Right now, it is 78 degrees. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. A poll out this week shows Americans rank former President George W. Bush as the president most responsible for the outcome of the Afghanistan war, followed by President Biden. Twitter is being criticized for now not allowing former President Trump to have a voice on the social media platform while instead allowing the Taliban to post on the site. And the Wall Street Journal reports President Biden ignored advice from his own military officers who supported keeping a small military presence before going through with the Afghan withdrawal. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Coming up on now, five minutes after 8 a.m., the three fastest hours anywhere on Morning Talk Radio. We do place a guarantee on there that you will be entertained. Don't always mean you have to agree, but you are entertained as we go all the way with you to 9 a.m. And if you think you heard it somewhere else, just remember, you hit it here. You heard it here first. By the way, just a little FYI, me and Raj are typical men on radio. Why, Raj? Because we're all talk. All right. <laughs> you like that one. All right. Yes. As, as somebody used to say one time, Roger, you're, you're like pay-per-view. You know why, Roger? Because you're always on demand. Okay. And you like that? I'll write these for you. All right. Thank Let's you. get to the news. Ed and Roger Talk Radio, WBOB, the New York Times, and the Wall Street Journal are reporting this week that President Biden ignored his advice from the intelligence community that advised him and told him to keep a small military presence before going through with the Afghan withdrawal. Multiple reports say the intelligence community warned President Biden Afghanistan could easily fall at a rapid pace. And now Biden's national security team is downplaying reports of internal disarray. The Wall Street Journal reported President Biden ignored advice from top generals to keep a small force of 2,500 troops, saying military and intelligence officials, quote, express concerns both about the capabilities of the Afghan military and the Taliban's likely ability to take over major Afghan cities. The New York Times also wrote, classified assessments by American spy agencies over the summer painted an increasingly grim picture of the prospect of a Taliban takeover of Afghanistan. Fox News White House correspondent Jackie Heinrich. Twitter says they'll continue to not allow former President Trump to post on its site, but they will allow the Taliban to post on its social media platform. While at the same time censoring many conservative American voices like the former president. Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. They do prohibit the Taliban terror group from using their sites. But Twitter says the Stone Age Taliban brutes are free to tweet as long as they follow the rules and are not too violent. Fox News correspondent at large, Geraldo Rivera. Fox News at the border, Jonathan Hunt reports that the Department of Justice is looking to not to have the final say when it comes to those seeking asylum here in the U.S., to have the judges to have the final say, but maybe instead leave it to certain immigration services to point out and make the decisions as well. 
And the Department of Justice proposed new screening rules for asylum seekers, suggesting that U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services agents should adjudicate many of those cases instead of ju judges. The DOJ says it will speed up the asylum process. President Biden announced yesterday that he will seek to have all nursing home staff, over one million of those out there throughout the country, to be vaccinated. And if not they could lose federal funding. President Biden just holding a COVID briefing and announcing what amounts to a vaccine mandate for nursing homes. Staff will have to get a COVID shot in order to keep receiving federal funding as part of Medicare and Medicaid. This as federal health officials recommend booster shots for the rest of us, though not quite yet, pending an FDA review of that plan. That comes from Fox News Radio, Lisa Brady. Several other school boards are now still continuing to defy the executive order by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who's said he did not want to see mask mandates in local school districts. The national mask versus no mask argument hit Broward schools hard, as well as Alachua County and Gainesville, as both are defying Republican Governor Ron DeSantis's executive order that if a school district mandates masks, parents must have the final call for their child, not the district. Both are only allowing the opt-out option with a doctor's note. Miami-Dade, the largest school district in the state, finally decided today on what its policy will be. Students must wear masks, mandatory, unless they have a doctor's note. Parents may get the opt-out option later if COVID numbers start dropping. The Hillsborough County School Board voted to end the parental opt-out option, at least for the next 30 days. And yet another challenge to DeSantis. That's from South Florida Fox News, Phil Keating. Inflation costs going up. We see this among gasoline, home appliances, houses, and vehicles. One area where it is going up, but not slightly going up to many of you that may have a little bit of a sweet tooth. Uh, regarding inflation, you did say you are seeing significant inflation in oils, sugars, and that you are taking a price increase in September. How much, will more, how much more will it cost me uh, to buy a Krispy Kreme donut in September? You know, we're really disciplined on pricing. I'm, uh, we're a dozens business, right? So, um, you know, we do always pay attention to an accessible price point. So when you think about the pricing that will happen in a dozen, you won't really see it that much. That is uh, from Krispy Kreme CEO Mike Tattersfield. The one, you know, I like to pull pranks on people. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes uh, I'll bring in a bunch of donuts up here. Hey, because I don't eat them. Uh, hey, I mean, it's tempting, but I... You know, I, I, I avoid temptation. Okay, you're hey, very I, disciplined. I, yeah, thank you. I, I, and you are correct. I, hey, God, Dennis, and they're all thinking it's a dozen. There's like one. It's kind of <laughs> like it's kind of getting somebody a gift card, like a fifty dollar gift card, uh -huh. and they go to this store and there's only like there's only like two dollars left on it. That's you've, something I would do. You've done that to people. Oh, I've had it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Roger, I have a, I have a history of this stuff. All right, okay. but I, I'm reformed. I'm revamped. Um, by the way, real quick, the story that out of all the we got some great clips for you. By the way, coming up in a few moments. What really has caught my attention is this whole border immigration thing. Judges are supposed to make the decision. I wonder if it's all Trump judges now. I don't know. But now the Biden Department of Justice says, well, we're going to allow immigration services to make the final decision. And like, okay, you're, you're able to go. You're not. I mean, that's like saying, now follow me for a second. Cops have the option to arrest you or to give you a date for you to be in court, right? Yeah. For something small. Mm-hmm. But you still got to go. What I mean, you know, you still got to go in front of a judge. So now we're going to take away the judges for allowing them to make the final decisions about whether or not you should seek asylum. Think about this for a second. We're going to allow immigration officials to do this. I think mm. if you're coming out of Afghanistan right now, it's a given. No, coming across from the border, 
Well, the southern border is different. No, and I would say Afghanistan. Obviously, everybody's trying to flee persecution. Okay, but not everybody. I, I'm not convinced that everybody that's allowed to come over probably deserves to come over. I think they should. Those that we have doc folks. No, we probably need to vet them to make sure they're bingo. not a terrorist. Think no, just anything. Were you part of those that helped us out? Yes. Okay, you're able to go in. <gasps> Why, would, Roger? I would let anyone come from Afghanistan right now who's not a threat to American security. How do you know they're not a threat? Well, that's the thing. You got to figure out. Well, how are you going to vet them? them? I don't know. There you go, Raj. How do you know? Well, if I don't know, guess what? That's the safest answer. And if you're female, I would get the heck out of Afghanistan. Hey, would you guys rather come to the U? You know what? Hold on. First off, American people first and then Afghan. Those that have helped us should get their freedom. Here's a better option. You ready for this one? Okay. I know how to make them go to another country. We're gonna, You're not because, very welcoming, are you? No, I am. No, I am. But no, they're talking about putting them south of the border. I don't want to go south of the I mean, oh, excuse me, we're on the border. And by the way, there okay. are other countries that are stepping up saying we'll take some of them. Okay, here we go. You can go to Tahiti, Jamaica, Costa Rica, mm-hmm. or we're going to put you along the McCallahan border, mm-hmm. the Rio Grande, put you in <clears throat> New York. I'll take Tahiti. I'll take. <laughs> that's how you do it out there. All right. Give me Bora Bora. <laughs> A lot more clips. With the resorts that are on the uh, water there. Have you seen those? That's nice. (laughs) I know. You would know I wouldn't. All right. More coming up next. Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? We're still looking at that slow traffic on 95 headed north, right between Bay Meadows Road and University Boulevard. You're going to add an extra 12 minutes there and stop traffic on Butler Boulevard headed east right at Hodges. That right lane is blocked from an earlier accident, so you're going to be sitting there for about eight minutes while they try and clean everything up. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901 SAFE. Partly cloudy with a chance of thunderstorms today. The high near 90 this evening, partly to mostly cloudy with some rain. 77 the low. Right now, it is 78 degrees. It's important to love what you do and who you do it for. And that's easy when you work at American Electrical Contracting. They're always looking for new ways to invest in their employees. This year alone, they've increased employee benefits by 25%, doubled their life insurance policy, and added an extra scheduled holiday. Plus, they offer tuition assistance for higher education. American Electrical Contracting focuses on excellence and professionalism. Pursue excellence personally and professionally at American Electrical Contracting. Hiring now. Call 737-7770. Visit American-Electrical.com. Water is life. The human body is over 70% water by weight. People everywhere are looking for the highest quality water possible to replenish their bodies and quench their thirst. Provide it for them and own your own business. Become the newest LeBlue Ultra Pure Bottled Water Licensee. LeBlue is looking to expand into Savannah, Southern Georgia, and into Jacksonville. LeBlue has a 40-year history in the bottled water industry with more than 1 million people drinking LeBlue daily. Compare LeBlue's taste and purity with any other bottled water and let your body make the choice. Hi, I'm Nolan Ryan. This is my wife, Ruth. We drink LeBlue bottled water every day. LeBlue is the purest, best tasting water we have found anywhere in the market. Our bodies love LeBlue, and yours will too. LeBlue Ultra Pure Bottled Water. It's simply common sense. Look into this incredible opportunity. LeBlue.com. That's L E B L E U.com. Financial issues with Dan Celia at 9 this morning. Now, back to the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. 
Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. President Biden says nursing homes and their staffs will be required to be fully vaccinated. The new measure would withhold Medicare and Medicaid funding to nursing homes that don't comply. It could impact around 15,000 nursing homes, which employ more than 1 million people nationwide. A new report by the Tax Policy Center estimates that around 100 million U.S. households, or 61% of all taxpayers, paid no federal income taxes last year. And Florida economists say the state is looking good on projected revenues and may have a few extra billion to spend in next year's budget. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. All right, remember, this is the show that has all of the clips. When everybody else wants to talk about the same thing, we remain in the box, but we talk about things within the box, but just a little bit different with news and a little bit perspective. For once, ABC News, I thought, did a pretty good job. George Stephanopoulos uh, didn't let things go with the Biden White House. President Biden had an interview this past week with George Stephanopoulos talking about the debacle and the collapse of the withdrawal currently going on right now. Listen to this clip. We've seen those hundreds of people packed into a C-17. We've seen Afghans falling. That was four days ago, five days ago. What did you? Yeah, yeah that was four days or five days ago. That's the past. That, yeah, that's history. <laughs> that's, that's before me and Roger's time. I'm joking. All right, here we go. I think when you first saw those pictures. What I thought was we're, we have to gain control of this. We have to move this more quickly. We have to move in a way in which we can take control of that airport. And we did. So you don't think this could have been handled, this actually could have been handled better in any way? No mistakes? No, I, I, I don't think it could have been handled in a way that there, we, we're going to go back in hindsight and look, but the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how that happened. So for you, that was always priced into the decision? Yes. And are you committed to making sure that the troops... All right. Now, you got to hear this. This isn't spin. Now, some mm-hmm. of you may think it is, and I'll preface that. By the way, the president's answers were not exactly accurate. From what I understand, right. we had people working as American helpers who were at Afghanistan who have had amnesty applications on file for four years that have been sitting on a, on a stack. That's your government for We you. should have had those people out of I'm there already. You. I'm with you. Especially knowing we're going to pull out. Now, listen to the clip. He says, are we going to get are we gonna get all Americans out? Listen to his response. Day until every American who wants to be out yes. is out. Yes. Americans should understand that troops might have to be there beyond August 31st. No, Americans should understand that we're going to try to get it done before August 31st. But if we don't, the troops will if stay. If we don't, we'll determine at the time who's left. What will determine at the time who's left? But what if I'm left? I don't understand why this deadline of August 30th is so important. It's another political thing a lot of elected officials try to get done. All right, here's okay. more of the clip. And so the president didn't give a full response. Oh, you know what? I think they probably want to have a celebration on September the 11th. Yeah, it's exact. Again, it's all politics. Mm. And if there are American forces, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out. Because why? You can make a big speech on September 11th, the 20th. Well, you call it anniversary, but the 20th remembrance of what happened. So we can brag about it and gain political points. Listen to this clip unedited. Oh, hey, we remember the president last month. By by the way, I don't blame all of this on him. It's his military advisors. Okay, 
Hey, well, uh, we think it's highly unlikely. Again, no timeline, right? No timeline. We think it's highly unlikely the Taliban's going to take over, right? Wait till you hear what the president said in this interview with ABC News. Back in July, you said a Taliban takeover was highly unlikely. Was the intelligence wrong or did you downplay it? I think uh, there was no consensus. If you go back and look at the intelligence reports, they said that it was more likely to be sometime by the end of the year. It's unlikely. Oh, but, but my intelligence reports told me that it was going to be likely by the end of the year, the Taliban takeover. So what I'm saying is it's inevitable that they're going to take over. No, it's inevitable that they're not. So in other words, they're not going to take over. No, my intelligence side told me that if it was going to happen, more plaza was going to happen by the end of the year. It will be long gone by then. No egg on our face. Yeah. Well, there still would have been egg, but that's okay. Here we go. You didn't put a timeline on when you said it was highly unlikely. You just said flat out it's highly unlikely the Taliban would take over. Yeah. Well, the question was... What, yeah. Well... Whether or not it... What, the idea that the Taliban would take over was premised on the notion that the uh, that somehow the 300,000 troops we had trained and equipped... Was- Can I stop right there? I'd like to say that he inherited this. And in a weird way, he kind of did. But he was part, because he brags about being under President Obama. He was the one that kind of geared things to make sure Afghanistan was more secure. He has said this. You don't think that, by the way, where's the, where's the, uh, where's the VP at? The VP who is in, wait, wait, the VP is trying to do KP for Biden's mess, but right now she's MIA because hmm. she's no longer considered to be a VIP. You like that? You like that one, Roger? Okay. Here is a uh, listen to this. Here's CNN, Kylie Atwood. I keep playing this clip this morning. CNN. Hey, we're, we're telling them to stay in place. Uh, don't come out of your house. Oh, well, well, wait, no, no. We're telling Americans instead, not wait, wait a minute. Get to the airport. Oh, but, but there's a third thing. Um, we can't guarantee your safety. We're just getting a new security alert for Americans in Afghanistan from the State Department. Previously, the State Department has been telling those Americans to shelter in place. Now it is telling them to consider going to the airport in Kabul. But what they're also telling these Americans is that they cannot assure that they will have safe passage on the way to the airport. That is significant because the Biden administration said the United States is relying on the Taliban to ensure safe passage for Americans getting to the airport. But of course, what we have seen in the reporting on the ground there is that there hasn't been safe passage. And this security alert is clear in saying that the United States cannot tell these Americans who are in the country right now that if they head to the airport, that they are going to be able to ensure safe passage. But but they're still telling them to go. The bottom line here is that they're telling these Americans to go to the airport, but they're not telling them that they will necessarily get there safely. Here's one more clip. We got to take a break, but hold on. We got one more clip here. So I think that the Afghan refugees or the Afghan people who helped us out for so many years, they should be taken care of, compensated. I don't care how you want to do it. They helped us out by all means. But before they got on an airplane, I'm sorry, Americans must be back first before refugees. That's just the way it is. Now listen to the media montage on CNN and the rest of the crowd that's saying that with my attitude right there and others, that now we're racist because we don't want brown people coming over to the U.S. The the notion that their sort of horrific fear-mongering and racism doesn't carve out the men and women in Afghanistan who kept our soldiers alive for two decades is a new level of reprehensible. So right-wing personalities using the crisis in Afghanistan to push an anti-refugee sentiment. That's CNN's Don Lamont. Where's he been lately? Who's he caught up?
people, really, they make things up as they go along. What do you oh, mean who they're quoting? Okay. And what I call the brown menace, which is this uh, Trumper right wing fear of people coming into the country from the brown menace. Don't be a menace to society when you're drinking gin and juice. Remember that movie? Central and South America, these people seem to be getting swept up into that xenophobia. It's Stephen Miller's response to the collapse of, of Afghanistan, the fall of Kabul, the takeover of the Taliban was, look at Biden, he's trying to, he's trying to get brown people to come into the country. Um, it's, it's, it's sickening and it's, it's pathetic. How, I, I'm, how do you make this as a race issue? I don't see how race even becomes involved. I don't even see how that's accurate. They should be quoting somebody if they're making that assertion. My thinking would be he's not doing enough to get the brown people here quick enough. Here was Nancy, <laughs> uh, here was Nancy Pelosi. Hey, what do you think about the U.S. weapons being left over? Well, that's uh, well, just what happens when you have a withdrawal. The U.S. withdrawal uh, left tens of billions of dollars worth of U.S. military equipment in the hands of the Taliban. There were helicopters, guns, ammunition. How much has that raised the threat of future terrorist attacks, this well-armed Taliban? Well, I do believe that the president's decision was based on one that reduced uh, the prospect of any attack on our homeland. So uh, the, this is what happens when you withdraw. You, some stuff, uh, some equipment is left there. Some equipment? I mean, well, she's assuming that this equipment just you had to abandon it because we're out of there. That's not what happened. What happened was that this equipment was given as a gift to the Afghan military. They're the ones who left it behind, not us. Well, hold on. I agree with you, but even you have things in reserves that could be left for them. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying you still got military weaponry probably at a base somewhere else, but we're too busy focused on getting people out. I mean, are we going to ever get, get that back? Mm -hmm. Wow. That's what I like to find out. Anyway, um, all right, 25 minutes after 8 a.m., Ed and Roger Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Slow moving traffic on Butler Boulevard headed east. And it's not our usual slow traffic. That right lane is blocked and it has traffic backed up between Hodges and 295. You're going to add about 15 extra minutes and we still have that slow traffic on 95 headed north between Bay Meadows Road and University. Add about 12 extra minutes there. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901 safe. Partly cloudy with a chance of thunderstorms today. The high near 90 this evening, partly to mostly cloudy with some rain. 77 the low right now. It is 78 degrees. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. Maybe you've been in the military for 20 some odd years and you never fired your weapon, but you've seen things and you've, you've heard things and you've witnessed terrible things that have happened to not only your friends but citizens that builds up and then i got sent home for medical treatment they told me straight up hey you got problems canines for warriors pair specially trained service dogs with vets in need and we're asking pointed questions because we're trying to pair them with a good match for them a good dog and so we kind of have guided conversations what the warrior requires and how we can best suit that with our dogs your generosity will go right to work to help pair a struggling warrior with a shelter dog trained to help veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder traumatic brain injury and or military sexual trauma give your best gift today by going to caninesforwarriors.org 
Transmission problems? Call Action Transmission Specialists on Merrill Road, where you get the work done right the first time by the experts. I'm Robin Sidbury, the owner. Our techs can service all makes and models, and we provide a nationwide warranty so you have the peace of mind knowing we solve your transmission troubles fairly and honestly and guaranteed nationwide. Call us at Action Transmission Specialist on Merrill Road, where quality counts. Get traction. Call Action at 744-0755. Make someone's day with a little help from Kuhn Flowers. Fresh flowers have a way of adding that extra bit of beauty to your home. They're also a great way to brighten someone's day. And what better way is there to show someone just how much you care than with a fresh bouquet of flowers? One thing's for sure, when you order flowers from Kuhn Flowers, you're going to get the brightest, most colorful, professionally arranged, long-lasting floral arrangements available. Call Kuhn Flowers today at 398-8601. That's 398-8601. Or you can shop online anytime at KuhnFlowers.com. Kuhn Flowers, making memories since 1947. Tune in every Wednesday afternoon at 5 for Rapid Fire Real Estate with Anita Hiles. We're looking at lots more homes coming up, lots more restaurants. Anita has all the latest news on Northeast Florida hot properties and everything you need to know relating to your most important investment. The whole idea is to sell your house. We know what the market is. It's Rapid Fire Real Estate with Anita Hiles every Wednesday afternoon at 5 on AM 600 and 101.1 FM Talk Radio WBOB. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600, and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Let's talk about uh, the mess right now that I think the Democrats are facing. If Democrats want to know what they're going to be facing, I let, let's talk about it right now. Because if I were a Republican running, I would say Democrats can't protect us across the world. Democrats can't protect our street. And Democrats can't protect us at the border. If Democrats don't want to talk about it, that's fine. Uh, it will find them. And Democrats have to understand this is coming. And I don't know where mission control is on the Democratic... That's msnbc's morning joe saying that by the way there's <clears throat> democrats cannot protect my retirements they cannot protect my taxes they certainly can't protect my property values they certainly can't protect their social security oh there's a lot of things democrats just can't protect now can they mm-hmm. all right more coming up next talk radio wbob am 600 and 101.1 fm the conservative voice of jacksonville WBOB. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. The chaos in Afghanistan, President Biden telling ABC's George Stephanopoulos it was inevitable, although critics suggest the turmoil might have been avoided if civilians were evacuated before the military was pulled out. By the president's own estimate, there are at least 15,000 Americans trapped behind enemy lines in Afghanistan. And while evacuation flights continue, Taliban checkpoints around the Kabul airport amid reports of beatings and detentions of some people trying to reach the airport. Starting September 20th, the Biden administration will start offering COVID vaccine booster shots for those already fully vaccinated with the Pfizer or Moderna vaccines. On Wall Street, Dow futures down 322 points and NASDAQ futures off 105. More details at srnews.com. 
AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB News. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. Jacksonville health officials say they have vaccine supply for COVID boosters. They're just waiting on further guidance from regulatory agencies and the feds. Doctors are advising people to talk to their doctors before getting the booster shot. The Jacksonville City Council's Safer Together Committee created following protests in the summer of 2020 to address tensions between the black community and the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, issuing a final report. It was released last night during a workshop at City Hall. There are nine recommendations made by the Safer Together Committee. However, most community members who came to the workshop were focused on one, the Citizens Review Board, a Jacksonville Community Action Committee organizer, Christina Kittle. I would like to see democratically held elections in each police district, and then civilians are choosing community members that we trust. Final recommendations will be made at City Hall in a meeting on the 30th. That's Jacksonville.radio news. Fishing in Florida attracts millions of visitors to our state supports more than 100,000 jobs and contributes to $35 billion in our state's water-based economy each year. The future of Florida's fishing industry depends on a healthy Everglades. Protect our fishing. Restore America's Everglades. Learn more at evergladesfoundation.org. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? traffic on Butler Boulevard headed east and it's not our usual slow traffic. That right lane is blocked and it has traffic backed up between Hodges and 295. You're going to add about 15 extra minutes and we still have that slow traffic on 95 headed north between Bay Meadows Road and University. Add about 12 extra minutes there and if you see anything give us a call 901 SAFE. Partly cloudy with a chance of thunderstorms today. The high near 90 this evening, partly to mostly cloudy with some rain. 77 the low right now. It is 78 degrees. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. Twitter is being criticized for not allowing former President Trump to have a voice on the social media platform while instead allowing the Taliban to post on its site. The Wall Street Journal reports President Biden ignored advice from his own military officers who supported keeping a small military presence before going through with the Afghan withdrawal. And a poll out this week shows Americans rank former President George W. Bush as the president most responsible for the outcome of the Afghanistan war, followed by President Biden. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB. By calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. While at the same time censoring many conservative American voices, like the former president, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, they do prohibit the Taliban terror group from using their sites. But Twitter says the Stone Age Taliban brutes are free to tweet as long as they follow the rules and are not too violent. Fox News correspondent at large, Geraldo Rivera. So kudos to Facebook and others that sit back and say, we're not going to allow the Taliban to post. Twitter being called out for their hypocrisy. And they have every right to sit back and say who they want to allow and who they don't want to allow. Mm-hmm. It's a private company. They want to say, Trump, you can't do it. And, hey. it, and it's free. So, you know, yeah. can't complain. That's exactly. You get what no, you pay for. No best. one owes you anything. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised a lot of people want stuff for free. I think that they're right. But that's a great point, Roger. All right. But 
the hypocrisy of Twitter is that they're going to allow the Taliban, quote, if they follow the rules. Here was Fox News' Jesse Waters, co-host of Fox News' The Five. Listen to this. This is funny. So Stalin, if this had been in the age of Twitter, <laughs> would have, after killing 25 million people, would have been able to be on Twitter as long as he didn't violate Twitter's terms of service. Because that's what Twitter's saying. The tr- atrocities have already been documented. The Taliban cuts off women's fingers for using nail polish. They stone you to death. They kill homosexuals with cinder blocks. And then every Friday evening, they bring everybody into a soccer stadium and have the crowd watch people get amputated and beheaded. So Donald Trump called Don Lemon dumb, but he didn't cut people's legs off in front of a crowd. Not that that we know of, says the media. (laughs) I'm going to say something pretty controversial right now. I'm okay with letting the Taliban post on Twitter. Because here's why, okay? okay? The engineers, the uh, software engineers at Twitter can engineer it so that only other terrorists can see their tweets, all right? And and then l- keep it at a limited number that can anyway that have no relationship with one another. And it's a good way for the CIA to monitor who the terrorists are and maybe even geotrack their locations. The question is, is, are they doing that? Don't know. Okay. Uh, this is, you know, could be, it's possible they are, and it may be classified. I don't know. Now, can the terrorist, excuse me, can the CIA find out other chats going on besides Twitter? Oh, yeah. Then why, okay, if you're to Taliban mm-hmm. and you want to do something, they're going to do it in codes, but let's be honest, why would you do it on an open bo- open page like Twitter when everybody can read about it and then dissect it? Why would you not want to do something a little bit more privately? I don't know. And secure that's uh yeah it's worth considering but remember if you follow the rules roger that's all that counts here remember you can rely however that their disciplinary procedures will only go one way they mirror the people that they go they discipline the people the media hates and they protect those that the media favors the washington post mark this is named mark siebel supports taliban being on twitter as opposed to trump because they follow the rules you can slaughter women you can cut up their fingers do what you want you can force them to marry fighters but as long as you follow the rules does that sound familiar this is what the modern the modern progressive has become. That's host of Gutfeld, Greg Gutfeld. The Tax Policy Center has a story out this week. More than 100 million U.S. households, or about 61%, do not pay any federal income taxes. At least they didn't pay it last year. 107 households owed no income in 2020. That's up from 76 million out there. But Hannity on the Fox News Network rightfully points out that again, the rich pay the majority a lot of these. In fact, the top 20% of, of taxpayers paid 78% of federal income taxes in 2020, according to the Tax Policy Center. Here's the facts. The rich that they hate so much, the top 1% of wage earners in America, according to the IRS, they pay 39.5% of all federal income taxes. Top 10% wage earners, they pay 70.9% of personal income taxes. So it sounds like the rich are paying their fair share to me. Now, the bottom 50% of wage earners, they pay 2.8% combined. Now, let me stop right there, Raj, because there are gonna be those out there saying, well, Ed, they pay in the Social Security and, and, and Medicare. Oh, hold on, you're gonna catch yourself here. Let me catch it for you. Social Security and Medicare, I agree. Federal income taxes are supposed to cover everything, right, Raj? Right. Everything. 
Well, at least federally, yeah. Correct. FICA taxes, now follow me now, are only supposed to cover Social Security and Medicare. In a lockbox. That's right. We got that lockbox. Remember Al Gore said that back? Fuzzy math. So here we go. (laughs) So to those of you on the left, well, Ed, they already paid. No, no, no. Because if you believe, and you Mm -hmm. may be right, well, Ed, they already pay federal taxes. No, no. The federal taxes, what they're talking about, what we're talking about, covers everything. Right. But if you want to play that argument, you could be correct because we're robbing Social Security to pay for other government programs. And trust and believe with all your heart that Jeff Bezos is not going to retire on Social Security. He doesn't need it. Yeah. And the liberal left still says that the uh, the wealthy are not paying their fair share. His his doghouse probably costs more (laughs) than what Social Security pays. Fox News out of South Florida, Phil Keating, report that more school districts in the state are defying the executive order of Governor Ron DeSantis on the area of mask mandates in the local schools. The national mask versus no mask argument hit Broward schools hard, as well as Alachua County and Gainesville, as both are defying Republican Governor Ron DeSantis' executive order that if a school district mandates masks, parents must have the final call for their child, not the district. Both are only allowing the opt-out option with a doctor's note. Miami-Dade, the largest school district in the state, finally decided today on what its policy will be. Students must wear masks, mandatory, unless they have a doctor's note. Parents may get the opt-out option later if COVID numbers start dropping. The Hillsborough County School Board voted to end the parental opt-out option, at least for the next 30 days. And yet another challenge to DeSantis. So we have a story out this week at FloridaDaily.com that kind of listed, but we broke it down a little bit more in depth. Um, the, uh, the, the Some of the school districts are also saying there are no religious exemptions. The only way that you can opt out is not opt out like Jacksonville has, mm-hmm. Duval County. Mm-hmm. you got to have a doctor's notice, and it's got to be a strong doctor's notice and doctors are very hesitant to you know put their careers on the line and you know their their medical license by saying this person needs this or doesn't need that yeah so it's not easy here is uh fox radio lisa brady now the the white house because you're you're going to get federal funds to nursing homes there's 1.3 i think uh, fifteen thousand nursing homes uh, uh, nationwide mm-hmm about 1.2, 1.3, as Roger was reporting earlier, of a nursing staff, uh, and like we don't have a shortage as it is. Now the White House is going to mandate, here we go, going to mandate that all of you that work in the nursing home staff must be vaccinated or that company could lose federal money. President Biden just holding a COVID briefing and announcing what amounts to a vaccine mandate for nursing homes. Staff will have to get a COVID shot in order to keep receiving federal funding as part of Medicare and Medicaid. This as federal health officials recommend booster shots for the rest of us, though not quite yet, pending an FDA review of that plan. So I guess he is in favor of mandates where he can put them in. So this is what happens when I mean I mean I mean they should be reimbursed. I get that. If you're going to do all this coverage and you got a contract with the federal government, you've got to be reimbursed for your services. By the way, the government's not great at reimbursement. We all know that. If that was the case, you wouldn't be paying more at your local state level for a lot of things like, for example, immigration above budget. You know, I mean, for for immigration services that the state has to cover to to to, to detain cities are not getting all the money that they're putting out with their local law enforcement. Mm-hmm. All right, roads and bridges as well. Um, but anyway, so that's kind of interesting. Said, were they going to mandate? This is where they're going to start mandating it for federal employees. But this is private companies now. Think about this for a second. If you get federal money, does he actually have the authority to tell a private company that they must mandate every? I mean, vaccine everybody? 
what about government contractors that work for a private company that may build a ship? That may build something. Mm-hmm. What about those of NASA? You do know that most of the NASA budget goes to private companies, not most, but a lot of it, the private, like yeah. Blue Origins uh-huh. and all that. That they they help build a lot of these things that do contracts. For example, even the cafeteria is probably run yeah. by a private contractor. So so follow me for a second. The federal government, and I think it's brilliant to privatize more of NASA, but the federal government wants to put more communications in. In the outer space, mm-hmm. so that's federal money that now they get the designs over to Lockheed and all the other companies out there. So they get federal money. Are you? Are you? I mean, what's next? You can start mandating that those employees must get the vaccine shot. Probably, <laughs> they want everybody to get it. So yeah, I would be surprised. The CEO of Krispy Kreme. How many all eat Krispy Kreme? I got to admit, occasionally once a year, I like a good Krispy Kreme donut. What's better, Dunkin' or Krispy Kreme? Roger, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know that, but I'm going to ask you anyway. What is it? <laughs> Honestly. Uh... I wouldn't be able to tell the difference if someone said, "Here's a blind double, you know, double blind test. Here's one's Krispy Kreme. I can tell the difference. One's Dunkin'. You tell me which is which. I wouldn't be able to tell you. But personally, I'm a big Sonatis guy. If I'm going to get some food, okay. some, you know, just you know, I'm going to get some Sonatis. Okay. But having said all of that, the CEO of Krispy Kreme, Mike Tattersfield, says, "Hey, man, for all of you out there worried about inflation, the cost of our donuts isn't really going up." Uh, regarding inflation, you did say you are seeing significant inflation oils sugars and that you are taking a price increase in september how much will more how much more will it cost me uh to buy a krispy kreme donut in september you know we're really disciplined on pricing um, uh, we're a dozens business right so um you know we do always pay attention to an accessible price point so when you think about the pricing that will happen in a dozen you won't really see it that much. So you won't really see that much when it comes to the price of a dozen donuts out there. So there you go. For those of you that want to continue to have a lot of that, knock yourself out. And the Department of Justice proposed new screening rules for asylum seekers. Listen to this. Fox News' Jonathan Hunt reports that the Biden Department of Justice, instead of going to a judge where it's been, I, I think probably, follow me for a second. I think this could be some possible because we... Trump just unloaded, thank goodness, a lot of judges out there that got approved. I wonder if these might be Trump judges that have been rough enough, and rightfully so, on those trying to, quote, seek asylum that are here illegally or they come to the point of entrance and they're trying to use more of a lax standard out there. So in other words, let's just invite everybody to come in. The Department of Justice now says that instead of going through the to the judicial process, which there is a major backlog, we're just going to let immigration services maybe kind of make the decision for you. Jesting that U.S. citizenship and immigration services agents should adjudicate many of those cases instead of ju- judges. The DOJ says it will speed up the asylum process. Now, that's Fox News' Jonathan Hunt. Now, if there's a backlog of cases, there's a thing called a magistrate. In other words... The judge is backlogged, so we're going to give it to a magistrate. That could be appointed by a, a couple of judges or former judges. They've been term limited because of their age. Mm-hmm. So I understand that, but you can still appeal it. The attorneys, okay. nonetheless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like saying, you're going to when you break the law, for the most part, the cop can send you to jail or he's going to write you a citation. He can do both. But he doesn't sit back and go, well, I'm going to, uh, you know what, um, or he could sit back and say, don't do this anymore. But if, you, but if you're going to get written up or whatever, you got, you're going to have to see a judge. You're to have, a judge may sit back and go, hey, listen, just pay the fee, whatever. But that's kind of like what they're talking about right here is that adjudicate. In other words, what would happen is that the immigration services official could sit back and go, yep, you're allowed. No, if you're not, question is, if you're not allowed, can you still appeal it? Mm. Oh, by the way, with U.S. taxpayer dollars, by the way. 
the U.S. taxpayer. And America doesn't need to be the only country letting people, refugees in. There should be a, a system in place where, yeah. you know, any country could, you know, yeah, this could, racist could, could country, be on the list. Yeah, this racist country is so mm-hmm. bad that all of those, I use this in air quotes because mm-hmm. this is what the left said this morning, all those brown people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're all dying to get in this country. So how about that? So that that bothers me. I'd rather see the judges. I think we should have more judges out there, more elective or more appointed judges out there to deal with all these backlogs. I don't know if I, I do I want a government worker to tell me, nope, you're allowed in, you're not allowed in. So, all right, more coming up next. Talk radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? We still have stop traffic on Butler Boulevard headed east, right between Hodges and a bit past 295. That right lane is blocked, so you'll be sitting there for about 15 extra minutes. And traffic is still slow on 95 headed north, right between University Boulevard and a bit past Bay Meadows. You're going to add an extra 12 minutes there. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901 safe. Partly cloudy with a chance of thunderstorms today. The high near 90 this evening. Partly to mostly cloudy with some rain. 77 the low. Right now, it is 78 degrees. I'm Clayton Bromberg, the president of Underwoods. If you've ever wondered if there's a diamond cutter known as the best in the world, the answer is yes, there is. And it's Hearts on Fire who have the world's most perfectly cut diamond. And we have them at Underwoods. When anybody comes in and looks at one of these diamonds, the first thing they say is, Wow! That's because these diamonds are cut for absolute maximum beauty and are really worth seeing so you have an idea of how good a diamond can really look. They have perfect polish, perfect symmetry, perfect proportions, and perfect light performance and are backed with an American Gem Society diamond quality document. Now, not every diamond could be a hearts-on-fire diamond because only certain rough diamonds in the hands of the most skilled cutters working in state-of-the-art cutting facilities can cut these. In fact, only 200 diamond cutters out of the 1 million people employed in the diamond cutting trade are skilled enough to cut a hearts-on-fire diamond. And they're available at Underwoods in San Marco, Avondale, and the shops of Ponte Vedra. Decklate Firearms at River City Gun Range is in Palatka. With pistols, rifles, and shotguns in stock for sale, they buy, sell, and trade guns. Some ammo available. River City Gun Range has six 55-foot lanes, air-conditioned, the only indoor gun range within 60 miles. River City Gun Range offers concealed carry classes, gunsmithing services, and group rates. Veteran-owned, 706 St. John's Avenue, just off U.S. 17, Palatka. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 930 to 5. Call for holiday weekend hours, 386-328-9280. If you are in the Southside, Bay Meadows, and Mandarin areas, great news. Tunis Fresh and Fast is now open on Bay Meadows Road at Old Kings Road. Seven days a week from 10 till 10, enjoy burgers, fish, chicken salad and wings, gyros, oysters, shrimp, and more. Call and your order will be ready. 904-551-0453. 551-0453. The grand opening is going on at Tunis Fresh and Fast. 5201 Bay Meadows Road. Come by and say hello to Z, the founder. Experience positive and encouraging teaching from renowned pastor, Bible teacher, and best-selling author, Dr. David Jeremiah. Reserve your free tickets now to attend An Evening with David Jeremiah for an unforgettable night of enriching Bible study, uplifting fellowship, and powerful worship. Coming to Jacksonville at the Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena on Thursday, October 7th at 7 p.m. You won't want to miss this special one-night-only event. Get your free tickets at davidjeremiah.org tour. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show continue to watch very closely as thousands of Americans wait to see whether they will be successfully airlifted out of Kabul after the Taliban's taking control of that whole country. Plus, Clay, what do you got? 
Also, we'll continue to track down what's going on with the latest on COVID mandates, all that and more. It'll be the Clay and Buck Show. Come hang with us. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB. WBOB is talk radio for Northeast Florida and Southeast Georgia. And here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. Florida economists say the state's looking good on projected revenues and may have a few extra billion to spend in next year's budget. President Biden says nursing homes and their staffs will be required to be fully vaccinated. The new measure would withhold Medicare and Medicaid funding to nursing homes that don't comply. It could impact around 15,000 nursing homes, which employ more than a million people nationwide. And a new report by the Tax Policy Center estimates that around 100 million U.S. households, or 61% of all taxpayers, paid no federal income tax last year. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. It ain't over till it's over is a quote attributed to New York Yankee Hall of Famer Yogi Berra. In the case of Afghanistan, it's only just begun. Watch out for Pakistan, which harbored members of the Taliban for many years and allowed them free access to their country. They also hid Osama bin Laden. The president of Pakistan, Imran Khan, has congratulated the Taliban for breaking the shackles of slavery in Afghanistan. More like imposing slavery, as girls will be denied schooling and women forbidden to work and again wear the burqa. Maybe not right away, but soon enough. Khan has said he'll impose Islamic teaching in the nation's schools. Forget math and science, only the Koran. Iran and China will play growing roles in Afghanistan, anything to thwart the United States. China has already recognized the Taliban government. Iran is the world's top sponsor of terrorism. We may be at greater peril than at any time since World War II. Is this God's judgment on us? Think about that. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Let's see, if something costs less but people are happier with it? That sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 
855-90-BIBLE. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. There's so many different ways to give back to rescue dogs and military heroes, donating your time, your talent, and your treasure. Canines for Warriors does their very best to help you be a part of their important mission that focuses on saving lives, both furry and human. Help stop 20 veteran suicides that occur every single day. Don't at caninesforwarriors.org. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Multiple reports say the intelligence community warned President Biden Afghanistan could easily fall at a rapid pace. And now Biden's national security team is downplaying reports of internal disarray. The Wall Street Journal reported President Biden ignored advice from top generals to keep a small force of 2,500 troops, saying military and intelligence officials, quote, express concerns both about the capabilities of the Afghan military and the Taliban's likely ability to take over major Afghan cities. The New York Times also wrote, classified assessments by American spy agencies over the summer painted an increasingly grim picture of the prospect of a Taliban takeover of Afghanistan. All right, that's from Fox News. Can I, and I preface this, can I have a, me and Raj want to have a little fun. Okay. Raj and myself. I was told to stop saying me and Raj or Raj. Okay, anyway, come on, people. All right, anyway. <laughs> so they wanted to impeach Bush. I think one of the biggest debacles over U.S. military is mm-hmm. the intel going into it. Iraq. Okay. All right. Having said this, they were talking about impeaching Bush back then. Then they wanted to go after Trump, which was stupid two years ago, for what was inferred or not inferred in a conversation with the Ukrainian prime minister or whatever it was. I don't support this. I'm just saying I I like to know what the breakdown was. I am curious, but I'm not calling for an impeachment of President Biden because they got some stuff wrong out Mm -hmm. there. I'm just sorry. I'm not caught. Well, Smart in my thinking to just let the dust settle first. We've got an emergency yes. we're dealing with right now. Let's handle this and then talk about, you know, what is it? Lessons learned. I, and by the way, I want, I want him to, by the way, I want him defeated in 2024. Him or the VP. I don't want that victory stolen. I, I don't want a disqualification. I want to know that this individual was legitimately beat. So please, do to my Republican friends, do not mess it up for me with an impeachment. No. We're sick of impeachments. The majority of Americans support the impeachment of Trump. I don't want the jaws of victory. My pleasure, Raj. Move the way. I want to know that when I was a state champion in ping pong, I didn't want the guy disqualified. I knew I could beat the guy, okay? I'm I'm using it. I'm just telling you, I don't want any disqualifications. Man, you're state champion. I was higher than that, but anyway, that's a long story. I'll tell you about that But but here's, um, I, I think, unfortunately, and I agree, impeachment has been used as a political weapon, and it really needs to be used as a last resort when the country's really going in the wrong direction because there's been criminal activity going on. Yeah. In the Oval Office. That's what Americans are being left behind. That question was asked not once but twice, and the administration would not commit to that. Sarah Cook from CBS News has a note that went out from the State Department to U.S. citizens in Afghanistan, but to read it in full, it says, To American citizens, thank you for registering your request to be evacuated from Afghanistan. The U.S. Embassy. Wait, wait, wait. Can you, hold, let me interrupt here. Can you imagine if this happened under Trump? They would be calling for impeachment. You know that. Yeah. Right. Afghanistan has confirmed that an undefined number of U.S. government-provided flights will begin soon. Please make your way to Hamid Karzai International Airport at this time 
And then in bold and in caps, please be advised that the United States government cannot guarantee your security to make this trip. There you go. So some some heads ought to be rolled. What's what's the between the, intelligence the lines department. there? Try to make it to the airport, but if you die on the way there, don't blame us. That's um this is this is big. Mm-hmm. Now, they can I got to get going here. But Roger, they can if there are no troops and there are no US military service personnel and or Americans killed, raped or damaged on the way out, then the Biden White House, hey, they're going to take a little bit of a bump, but their numbers will come back. I mean, the numbers, the numbers won't go down any further. Right. It won't hurt them. But if there are deaths that occur, not not of Afghan people, I'm talking of military personnel and or American citizens, there'll be a lot that will take place against this White House. So I'm just telling you. So yeah, a lot of good calls this morning, a lot of good information. Don't want to make it all about Afghanistan, but unfortunately, it's one of the top news out there, especially the, the lack of intel. Thankful to God everything for the show. All of you that can email me at a WBOB.com. I'll make sure me and Roger get it. Criticisms, complaints. Take a number, get in line. And a little, <laughs> but a lot of uh, glory that many of you have for us, we're always welcome. And, pro, and plus a Krispy Kreme uh, gift card. All right. Ed and Raj, ready to go. Tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Talk Radio WBOB. AM 600, WBOB, Jacksonville, 101.1 FM, W266CX, Fruit Cove, the conservative voice of Jacksonville.